0: unfiltered uncensored and unapologetic this is the retail war zone podcast all right so everybody's familiar with this spotify unwrapped thing right you know i'm seeing it all over twitter and evidently it crashed spotify um because I noticed where I had episodes loaded and embedded into tweets and posts and stuff like that, it was showing an error. It wasn't showing anything. Well, I I got an unwrapped too. So this is kind of cool. So this is a Spotify for podcasters. Uh, And this is just obviously for 2022. So 48 episodes so far, 2.9 K minutes, 15 different countries, four hundred and thirty four percent increase in followers uh the podcast was in the top 30 percent most shared globally um with the top being direct link 20 percent via text which is crazy um the next is twitter believe it or not so i kind of thought twitter would be the number one but it's not also top 20 percent most followed podcasts i guess that's something um and then it shows you the stats, uh, up 434% in followers, up 351% in streams, up 299% in hours, and up 219% in listeners. So that was kind of cool. Um, I don't know what that means. I guess it's good. You know? <laughs> the, the reporting all, that I get on plays and stuff is hit or miss everywhere, so I'm not real sure, but... Blame taxes. as I could tell you from the serving times, that Twitter is ass for getting clicks. I'm, I'm guessing that's what that is. <clears throat> Good job. Yeah. So that was kind of neat. But, you know, keeping with the format, we have headlines to go over. So here we go. Headlines and headaches for this week. All the links to these articles are in the description of the video once it goes live. So please go check these out. They're actually pretty good. Uh, Returns are the retail industry's quietly mounting logistics problem. Many returns travel through a complicated web of warehouses, secondary resellers, and landfills. Mm Mm-hmm. Sure. Retail Trade Group, we know who that is. Blame tag. You're proudly banned by them and blocked. Retail Trade Group says Rail Strike could derail holiday shopping overall economy. Pelosi reportedly said a bill to avert a rail strike will reach the floor on Wednesday, which is just garbage because, you know, I don't get into politics. Before a president who said he was pro-labor, this is about as anti-labor what they're doing. <laughs> you know, and pay attention because what happens if they decide, okay, we can pass bills or resolutions to negate, you know, strikes and whatnot? What happens when they do it to retail? it would kind of suck, wouldn't it? So, uh, next headline shopper turnout hit record high over black Friday weekend. Retail trade group says I call nonsense on that because the initial reporting on black Friday was there wasn't a lot of traffic. Um, I would believe that a lot of that turnout was online. So your next article, what retail apocalypse, how retailers are ushering in a retail renaissance with cutting edge digital technology. Next, why retail workers are burned out and feel undervalued. Definitely worth checking that one out. Research from Mercer reveals the underpinning reasons retail and hospitality employees are dissatisfied with their jobs. Once again, another bogus uh, headline as far as I'm concerned. Black Friday, bigger than expected. Retail group reports. Uh, I'm not so sure about that. This one I am, though. Rough road ahead for retail employers and employees next year. And then what a perfect way to end this screen tis the season to be exploited retail workers face busy stressful holidays yep and water is wet next some 70,000 grocery and retail workers in los angeles will see better working conditions la city council gives final approval to fair work week ordinance approves raises in dwp and funds a bike lane uh and you know Something that we're all familiar with. Everyone has to work Black Friday. Retail worker says manager refused to give her time off while recovering from dental surgery. I requested this off like six weeks ago. Um, I'm sure there's more to that. We all understand how the Black Friday thing works. Um, If you're recovering from surgery or something like that, obviously they should have been able to make an exception. Next headline, union-busting lawsuit planned as battle between Apple and its store staff intensifies... Yeah, they pretty much scared the St. Louis store into not ratifying their union vote. Retailer suppliers continue to struggle to get and keep high-quality workers. Well, I think we all know why. And then this was bandied about today. A Walmart employee complained about suspects' behavior months before mass shooting, state's lawsuit. A complaint about the employee was filed before the shooting, the suit said Now, that that's very possible. I mean and and, you know, I know there's some polarizing opinions on the timing and whatnot, but at the same time, you know, it's common knowledge that they found like a manifesto and that this dude was being bullied and harassed himself. So, you know, there again, not really shocking. And in a in a great headline, is this the last Christmas for Sears? It should have been the last Christmas for Sears like a decade ago, but I don't know why they keep moving. I think there's only like three Sears left or something like that. It's something ridiculous. Um, Everybody is trying to hide how bad it is. Dollar General employee says store across the country are completely overwhelmed, pleads for help. I used to think that this was due to lazy employees. Then I became a store manager for Dollar General. <laughs> Can confirm. And then another one, Dollar General store violates federal law, endangers worker safety. And wait till you see what we got coming up here in a minute. So, see what we got going on here uh, at the Walmart 30 minutes away from somebody was, I, I guess what on black Friday killed? Maybe. I don't know. Um, Blaine says that's the R I L a, they haven't blocked me yet. Give them time. Hybrid says agreed. They could make the train companies take the deal that the workers wanted. True. Um, Hero says maybe it's compared to pandemic shopping. No, they're actually saying it was up over last year, which basically was the first Black Friday after the pandemic, they claimed. Yes, Sears is still around. Um, So, crazy. But, you know, a lot of stuff going on out there. Um, once again, shout out to our sponsor, The Serving Times, as if customer servant wasn't ridiculous enough. Link in the description. Go check it out. Fine journalism. Um, Also, too, it's the holidays. Once again, shameless plug. Merch. Some cool stuff. Uh, It's a little pricey. I'm sorry. I can't help it. It's actually, uh, they're the cheapest out there. So, uh, if you're so inclined, go get you something cool. And also, once again, we actually have gained three subscribers since last time, so that's nice. So if you have not subscribed, please do so. Um, we would really, really appreciate it. Make sure you leave a comment in the description and all that other good stuff. You know, that's uh what the standard operating procedure and you know, begging for subs, I believe. So <coughs> all right. So what brought us to the dance this evening is violations. The website that I use to source all this, the link is in the description for the video as well. It's a gazillion companies. Okay, I mean it's a lot. You can go through and pinpoint just about everybody. There were some surprising omissions. Uh, there was no bargain hunt. I, mean, I was kind of shocked. Um, there was uh, there was another retailer I looked for. I can't remember now that there was nothing. Um, I looked up some other retailers, you know, just to see IKEA. Um, they didn't really have anything, you know, they had a couple of violations here or there. So, you know, I'd posted on Twitter, who would you like to hear about? And obviously a lot of the popular names come up. So I've got quite a few to go through here. Um, bear with me. Um, I'll explain as I go, why the format changes a little bit because it's a huge amount of information, huge and there's some things that'll tell you what it is, and there's some things that it won't. And so, in that case, you know, in that case, it's just best just looking at you know the overall record. So, having said that, hold on, here we go. So, first on the list, Walmart. Um, there's the information about the parent company right there on the left underneath the logo. So, what this shows is your top five offense groups and your top five primary offense types. So. Keep in mind, the dollar amount might be lesser than others, but look at the number of records. So, for instance, for Walmart, healthcare-related offenses were <laughs> over $3 billion. That was only one, and I'll explain what that is. Um, there are several people, several companies that have that right now. Then, 111 employment-related offenses, 1600000000 billion. Competition-related offenses, two records, $281 million. Environment-related, 99 records, 138 million. Consumer protection-related offenses, 25, 38 million. The top five primary offenses were off-label or unapproved promotion of medical products. Um, that's the $3.1 billion. Just go ahead, you know, spoiler alert. That is the opioid lawsuit that has hit a lot of the drug retailers. Number two, wage and hour violation, $1.5 billion. 44 total records. Foreign Corrupt Practices Act, which is really kind of frightening. Uh, environmental violation, employment discrimination. And if you look at the bottom, originally when I started doing this, I was going to try to focus on just 2022. And then the wheels came off the wagon doing the research. And so it, it changes as we go. But if you look, you know, they've got the consumer protection violation, you know, which is, you know, three mil there. Um, there's a wage and hour violation, which was a private lawsuit, which was 5.9 mil um then at the very bottom you see the opioid one uh so but had a little bit of information from these the 3.1 billion that was walmart agreed to play over 3 billion to settle multi-state litigation alleging it contributed to the opioid addiction crisis by failing to appropriately oversee the dispensing of opioids at its stores so that was a multi-state attorney general case uh in july of 2022 Five point nine million dollars uh Walmart agreed to pay five point nine million to settle litigation, alleging that it violated California labor regulations by refusing to provide seating for cashiers. That was kind of crazy. That's a lot of money to not provide seating, no matter how ridiculous you think sitting is um in April. Uh, there was a $3 million for making deceptive environmental claims and marketing rayon products as bamboo. I don't know how you do that, but I would think they would be um two, two different things. But oh well, I digress. So next up was Amazon. Now, a lot of this stuff is public record. There's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes that we're never going to see. But same thing, you know, top five offensive groups, consumer protection, employment-related, environment-related, safety-related, competition-related. Uh, you know, And something that interests us, employment-related offenses, that was $88 million, 13 records. And we all know that there's more than that. So that, that's why all this information isn't 100% current, because there's private things and things that haven't been, you know, hit the books yet that haven't been settled. Um, their top five primary offenses were privacy, wage an hour environmental employment screening and consumer protection um and there again it only shows five records for wage an hour and and i don't buy that at all but if you look you know at some of their fines from 2022 all the way down to 2021 pretty pricey right uh in june of 2021 following a public comment period the FTC has approved a final administrative consent order against Amazon which has agreed to pay more than $61.7 million to settle charges that it failed to pay Amazon Flex drivers the full amount of tips they received from Amazon customers over a two and a half year period. Nice. Uh, in July of 2021 Amazon agreed to pay $13.5 million to resolve multi-district claims brought by thousands of distribution center workers not compensated for time spent in mandatory security checks. That was an 11-year-long legal battle. Uh, And then in January of 2022, They agreed to pay $2.25 million in settlement of allegations. It's sold by Amazon program was unlawful price fixing, making agreements with third-party sellers guaranteeing certain levels of payment for sales in exchange for their agreement to stop competing with Amazon in the pricing of their products. Nice. Nice. All right. So next, Kroger. Um. Once again, you have your top five groups. You got competition related, employment related, healthcare related, consumer protection related, safety related. And then their top five primary offense types are fraud, employment discrimination, controlled substances act violation, privacy violation, wage and hour. Now, if you look at employment related offenses, um, it's saying 28 million, 45 total records, safety, 2.7 million, that's 158 records. And you can see kind of some of them down there. Um, there was a the privacy lawsuit uh, for five mil. Um, and this is where things get a little weird, like with how I've got everything stated, because they don't really show a lot of information uh, when you break it down. In 2022, there was a penalty of well, $13,600 for child labor or youth employment violation. And that happened in Mississippi. In October of 2022, $180,000 for religious discrimination. And that was in Arkansas. Uh, in February of 2022, $23,246 uh, workplace safety or health violation. Doesn't give you a lot of info there. Then there's the $5 million, um brought by customers whose personal data was involved in a cyber attack. In March of 2022, Workplace Safety or Health Violation Um, 2021 Workplace Safety Health 2021 again. Um, And that was a big one. That's $58,000 Workplace Safety or Health Violation. So you can kind of see as I go through these, there's not a lot of information as far as what the offenses are. You can actually go to the website and pull these up and it'll take you to OSHA's website. But you have to jump through a million hoops to even get to what they're actually finding them for. And, and it's just, you know, a blanket list of, you know, standards. And next, this was requested by Gilgamesh T-Mobile. Now, mind you, T-Mobile owns Sprint, uh, Assurance Wireless, you know, and a couple of other ones. Top five, Consumer Protection, Financial Offensives, employment related competition related government contracting top five primary offense types telecommunications violation tax violations consumer protection violation employment discrimination wage and hour violation now if you look at the employment related offenses 38 records 138 million dollars uh the consumer protection is huge that's 842 million dollars with a total of 42 instances. So you can kind of see some of the totals down there. Um, the FCC in 2020, $200 billion. No, million, excuse me. And I mean, just look at these totals. Look look at the amount of money that they're having to, to pay out because they can't do shit right. Uh, in July of 2009, um, they paid out $8.7 mil for an overtime violation. And June of 2020, $8 million wage and hour violation. October of 2021, another $2 million wage and hour violation, overtime pay collective action, cheating people out of OT. Um, December of 2019, $4 million wage and hour violation. And then in November of 2020, $200 million to resolve an investigation of its subsidiary Sprint's compliance with the commission's rules regarding waste, fraud, and abuse in the Lifeline program for low-income consumers. That is a lot. Next up, Hybrid, this is for you. You said banks. Now, look. I'm not a financial guru. I didn't even bother listing offenses because just wait till y'all see this shit. All right. So top five, financial offenses, consumer protection offenses, employment-related offenses, competition-related, government contracting. Look at these numbers. 41 billion in financial offenses, 40 billion in consumer protection, 884 mil in employment offenses. Their top 5: mortgage abuse, 39 billion dollars, toxic securities abuses, 23 billion dollars, investor protection violation of 13 billion, banking violation 4 billion, consumer protection 877 million. My god, but wait. Look at these fines. This is sorted from 2022 to 2019. Look at the amount of money they have had to pay out. In 2019, they had a criminal judgment against Merrill Lynch for price fixing for $25 million. I mean, look at the look at these numbers. What where do they get this shit from? Chump change. Yeah, right. Okay, Erica. So, look that's that's insanity. I mean, look. I mean, and look what the violations are: investor protection, toxic securities. Um, they had a Department of Justice civil rights um, judgment against them for three hundred thousand for the ADA. Insane. But wait, there's more. Wells Fargo, top five groups: financial, consumer, competition, government, and employment. So I guess they treat their employees better. I don't know, because that was like, you know, bottom of the five. Top five primary offense types, mortgage abuse, banking violation, toxic securities, fraud, and investor protection. Financial offenses, 10 bill. Consumer, 6 bill. Competition, 3 bill. I mean, just, this is insanity. Um, Same thing. Look at, just look at these fines. Anti-money laundering deficiencies from the Securities and Exchange Commission, 7 mil. Uh, $145 million for a benefit plan administration violation. $22 million for whistleblower retaliation. Um, private lawsuit, $32 million. Private lawsuit, $18 million. Banking violation, $250 million. I mean, this is just, just ridiculous. Fraud. In 2020, $3 billion. I mean, it's it's crazy. So after that, we decided to take a trip down the most unsafe places to work, and it's a two-team race, boys and girls. Dollar General. Top five, employment-related, financial, safety, Consumer protection, environment-related, top five primary offense types, employment discrimination, accounting fraud, wage and hour, workplace safety or health, and employment screening. Okay, look at the safety-related total. 126. 126. Um, wait till you see the numbers. So, look, this is 2022. And part of 2021, almost every one of those are OSHA violations. (laughs) I mean, I thought, well, you know, they probably hold the record. But wait, believe it or not, they don't. Dollar Tree, top five, employment, safety, environment, consumer. Look at their safety-related offenses, 288. The number's not as high, but the the fines. But 288 instances. Uh, Top five primary offenses, wage and hour, employment discrimination, workplace safety, environmental violation, product safety violation. So let's take a look. 2022, this is all I could fill the screen with. So Dollar Tree distribution, employment discrimination, EEOC fifty grand, wage and hour violation. Dollar Tree, Family Dollar one point five mil. Dollar Tree workplace safety, OSHA one hundred thirty one thousand. Uh, twenty twenty two. Um, Family Dollar, OSHA six hundred eighty five thousand. Family Dollar again in twenty twenty two five hundred and forty seven thousand. I mean, it's insanity. You're right, Russell. That's that's why it's buck twenty-five to pay that off. I, I was just shocked. And then we had some other requests, and there wasn't a lot. Um, Teresa Green had asked for Scholastic, the book fair people, and they did have some stuff. They had an FTC filing in two thousand and five for seven hundred ten thousand. Um, one in two thousand and four for ninety thousand, and they did have a workplace safety or health violation for fourteen grand. So there wasn't a whole lot there. <clears throat> and then the retail experience requested Dunkin' Donuts. I was today's years old when I found out the parent company is Roark Capital. Um, their top five offense—well, they only have four: uh, employment, consumer safety, environment, employment-related defenses take the lead there. Thirty-four records at eleven point eight mil. Top five primary offense types: wage and hour, privacy. Workplace safety, labor relations, and benefit plan administrator violation. Um, as far as the years go, nothing current. The most current was 2018. That was $12,000. But the NLRB got them in 2006 for $138,000. And then I decided to check out big lots. Um, employment-related offenses, environment, and safety. Wage and hour being the number one primary offense, followed by environmental, employment, employment discrimination, and workplace safety. And they didn't have anything in 2022. So it started at 2021, and we eked into 2016. So not a whole lot. And I worked for the company, and they were pretty shitty. So I'm really kind of surprised there's not more of this. But, you know, they had a private lawsuit for wage and hour violations that was, you know, $7 million. $7 million. I mean, you know, they had another private lawsuit for wages for 1.1 mil. Uh, another one for employment screening violation for 1.1 mil. Um, environmental violation. I don't even want to know what that is. I just I just don't. So after that, we got CBS. And CBS owns Aetna, just in case anybody doesn't know. Uh, their top five offense, healthcare, government. Consumer protection, employment, and competition-related. Consumer protection, 236 records at $120 million. Um, Healthcare-related offenses, 686 mil. Um, Their top five primary offense types, uh, number one is false claims act and related. Um, Off-label or unapproved promotion of medical products. Um, Controlled Substances Act violation wage an hour the wage an hour is 108 mil an insurance violation that's great seeing how they own Aetna um 195 records of that 49 mil but you kind of look and see uh their wage an hour in 2021 there was a private lawsuit that was 10.3 mil then in 2021 Omnicare which they own that was another private lawsuit for wage an hour that was 1 million um Insurance violation in 2021 in New York for 1.2 mil. I mean, this is just, uh, you know, off-label or unapproved promotion of medical products. I mean, this is one of the largest pharmacies in in the world, and they're doing shit like that. $484 million. Insanity. Then we've got Aldi, this will be the last one we go over. Um, Did not know this. Aldi owns Trader Joe's. I was totally unaware until today. But their top offenses, employment-related, environment-related, safety, top five, wage and hour violation, um, even though the number of records is only six, it's the most money than environmental, workplace safety, employment screening, and labor relations. So Trader Joe's in 2022 in Washington uh, lost out for 44000 on wage and hour. There was a private lawsuit in federal in 2021, $2 million. Um, And then in 2018, there was their big one, um, a private lawsuit for wage and hour, $9.8 million. So that was a fun trip. Let's see what we got. Article on Twitter about Dollar General. Yep, that is correct. Um, Hero says Wells Fargo had to pay people out this year for charging overdraft fees on transactions that did not overdraft accounts. Oh, yep. Good stuff. Um, Adria is right. And that gets us to where we are today. Yeah, correct. Um, Overtly trying to crush the working class, and that's what we get. Yep. So, you know, looking at these things. <clears throat> it's frightening when you look at how much money these companies are willing to pay out just to make something go away, but yet they won't increase benefits. They won't increase pay. You know, it, it's, it's insane. I mean, look at the amount of money these companies have spent in violations, you know, wage and hour violations, things like that, things that they could improve, you know, th- to where they wouldn't have to pay those fines out. But like somebody had said on Twitter, a lot of these companies would much rather just pay fines. And I don't understand that because you're still losing money. And I mean, It's still dumbfounding to me how much money Bank of America's paid out. Oh, my God. I mean, that that's, you know, if we were working in a store and we made errors of that magnitude, we would get fired, right? So... You've got, like, Bank of America, all these fines. That seems to me that's poorly managed. Nobody getting fired for that shit. They just, they just paying people off. Just don't, here, here's some money, here's some money, here's some money, you know, rather than fix the problems. And, <clears throat> you know, with, with the Walmart stuff, you know, we know how much money, wa- I mean, Walmart is the largest employer in the United States, I think, they're the largest employer in twenty six out of the fifty states that's insanity, absolute insanity and who's and you know hybrid you know you bring up a good point who footed that bill? who foots these bills? You know they talk about inflation. you mean to tell me that some of these price increases through the years hadn't came from oh shit we got to pay a bunch of money to uncle sam or some regulatory committee we got to find it somewhere because they sure as shit aren't cutting executive pay hero says it's a numbers game of if you get caught versus the cost of doing honest business Uh, that's true um Adrian, you're right crushing the working class is their top priority and it costs because these are the when you look at these things this is what makes the entire working class argument sickening is that's just ungodly amounts of money that's just getting tossed around. And they would much rather toss that money around to that kind of shit than actually pay people. I mean, what, what is wrong? I mean, you know, look, it's just kind of ridiculous when, when you're seeing totals, you know, for wage an hour that are close to a billion dollars, man, they could have saved that money. You know, and, and you know, split it out amongst employees. I mean, wh- I don't understand. It's like, you know, they would rather t- treat the working class like shit and work them into the ground and take the risk of getting fined. And I guess in their mind it's like, fine, well, somebody's getting it, but they ain't. Maybe, maybe that's it. I, I don't know. But but it's nauseating to see how much money is getting put out from these companies I mean, you look at like Dollar Tree, you know. It's... Y- I've never been into a Dollar Tree back room that isn't an OSHA violation. I mean, or a Dollar General. You know, and where does that come from? It comes from mismanagement. It comes from, you know, pushing more freight out the stores than stores can handle because they were cheap and wanted a small building. So they give you a back room the size of a closet, and then they try to fit a full semi's worth of product back there, and then they only give you X amount of hours to work it. And they, you know, Dollar Tree's thing was we'd get a truck on Monday. We had to have it done by Tuesday. And sometimes with with the logistics of the hours and whatnot and what was going on, you just couldn't, you know, but they'd rather have the safety violations than than invest in their infrastructure to at least get that part of it right. Um, Erica, you're right. Channeling Mr. Carlin, it's a big club and we ain't in it. And that's a shame. But it, it should make you even more angry about, you know, the working class that all the things that we ask for or the things that we've tried to, we're have to, we trying to get in a lot of instances is a smaller dollar amount than it doesn't even remotely come close to what these companies have paid out in the past five years. I mean, it, it's, yeah, huge. You can't sit with those vibes. And it just shows the people with the money get to call shots. And that's everywhere. I mean, and it's in everything we do. I mean, look, um, if you do videos on YouTube and stuff like that, guess what? You, You can't make any money off YouTube unless you have X amount of subscribers and X amount of watch time. So that's being gatekept. And who owns YouTube? Google, right? Huge company. You know, you're not allowed to sit at the table unless you reach a certain point. Same thing with you know Twitch. Um, and you're right, Adrian. It's hard to keep your chin up and not be depressed, and and that's why it's so hard for people, you know, that struggle, right? And and it's especially hard for people in management. Um, like I said, I'm just lucky. I mean, I, I don't. Uh, it's I don't really have to worry about that the management part of it anymore. But it's still a struggle. I mean, yeah, I mean, we all should make more money, period. But when you get in the situations where, especially in retail, where you've got store managers working themselves in the ground for not near, I mean, and don't get me wrong, it's not a fair wage across the board. But, you know, you scale that up. I mean, you know, your lower-level employees don't make a living wage. You know, it's, yeah, a store manager might make, you know, at a dollar tree, might start out at 40 two maybe if you're lucky depending on the volume you store you're in but if you're making 42 grand and you got a family that don't that does not go f- far and then you look on the back side of it insurance i mean how many people out there have a full-time job and you don't pick up the benefits because they're just so fucking expensive that it just eats your check away you, you i mean you can't afford it i mean it's it's like i've said before it's like you know the big bad machines trying to process all out of living because sure you might have a decent paycheck, but with a decent paycheck comes more expensive insurance. Funny how that works, right? You know, you go to a company that has, you know, you know, especially in retail quote unquote good benefits, but they're more expensive and they just eat your paycheck. And there again, you know, let's say you have insurance and you don't use it for a year, but you know, it's, it's, it's like, so you're just giving money away. Here, take it. Uh, Mad Dog says, uh, making 42000 but actually working 55 to 60 hours. You ain't making shit. That's correct. Um, Adria says, company crap wages is bad enough Then add shitty customers on top of that. Yeah. I mean, you know, the shitty customer thing really showed itself during COVID. You know, Because even though there were a lot of people, quote, unquote, thankful that you were open and you were an essential employee, there were a lot of people that were pissed off and scared about the pandemic that were already bad people to begin with. And they just treated you like garbage. And, you know, there should be like a customer differential pay. I I think there should be like a scale of pay that you get a bump if you have to interact with the customers more than, say, somebody in the back that doesn't have to there should be some sort of incentive to not punch a customer. <coughs> Mad dog says now in holidays I'm working five and a half days a week. Yep. Um, you know, I was, I, I think my boss had like worked like 10 days straight or some mess. I mean, I'm glad I don't have to do that anymore. I mean, I, you know, if I want to pick up an extra day, I can, but it's by choice. I don't, I'm not forced to, you know, and if you're a manager in retail, um, you get told, you know, last of times, you know, fourth quarter, mandatory mandatory six-day work weeks, period. Um, Hero says, Steve should open a store called It Is What It Is. Customers act shitty. You get to say the name of the store to them. Nice. Um, Mad Dog says, last day off was Thanksgiving. I won't be off until Saturday. Hey, I ain't got to do that no more. You have fun with that. I'm not saying I won't ever have to do it again, but I've had a pretty good run here. So, and yes, I did work on Thanksgiving. And to some people, that's awful. But four hours of it was peaceful because there wasn't a customer to be found. But yeah, so when you go back to the financial part of it, you look at, you know, those are some staggering, staggering, staggering numbers. That could have spent been spent better. Could improved, you know, employees' lives. Could have been bonuses, Christmas bonuses. You know, that's an unheard thing, unheard of thing for a lot of places now. You know, some sort of incentive. You know, um, GT Geek says I'm working for myself. However, I still deal with irate customers wanting the world on a silver platter. Yeah, and and that's. I don't know why people are so entitled these days. And and am I am I not correct in that most of the entitled people are probably forty five years or older? Can we agree on that? That it's older folk that are the worst. Um you can also get holiday pay on Thanksgiving. I do it every other year. All while being rude as fuck. Yes. Yes. All right. So see, um, Yeah, Russell, I mean, that just because you sign up for something and you agree to it doesn't mean you have to like it. doesn't mean you can't complain about it. You know, they're only signing up for it because they need the gig. <laughs> it doesn't mean they have to like it. Yep, always the older folk, and these older peeps are crazy and rude and impatient. And, yes, and, and, and once again, I, I think blame tags dropped out, but the amount of people who, once again, refuse to say excuse me, oh, come on. Come on. I, I think we should be able to, like, punch a customer in the stomach if they do it, like, more than three times. Right. Blame tag just nailed it. Really. They're paying these lawsuits with money from your labor. So you're working so they can afford to fuck you. <laughs> yes. Um. Hybrid says, someone wanted one of those fire pits I'm reselling for $30. they are worth 140 And you're selling them for 50 I did No. No, absolutely not. If I had the money and I was near you, I would buy that. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That's a hell of a deal for that fire pit. You know, I mean, that's I mean, but see, people get the impression that when you're selling something online or whatnot, that you're hard up for money and whatnot, and and they can they can dicker you down. No. Um, Hero says, and older people are the only ones that have told me I should carry their special item because it's available on Amazon. Wow. You see, they know us on Amazon. They don't know how to use the internet nor computers. They probably still want to write a paper check. So they don't want to use a a debit card or a credit card online. So it's where your works false that you don't carry it because you've inconvenienced them. They can't buy it the old fashioned way. Blaine Tech says, I walked away from a customer today for not saying, Excuse me. I was so over it today. Yep. Oh, Mad Dog says, Had to take a check today. Yeah. I, and I honestly believe that a lot of these people that uh, just write checks seriously do believe like having a debit card is like the mark of the beast. Crazy. A paper check is safer. Um, uh, there's some people here in banking that will probably disagree with you um, but to them they think a paper check is safer but then you got to play that whole thing you've got some of them that, well if I write this check today it's not going to clear for three days so it's kind of like I have money that I don't have <laughs> you know you're right though time, they do think it's safer you know but it's it's crazy and then there's ba- you know you, you write a bad check you get a fee I mean come on man it's kind of stupid, kind of stupid indeed, but yeah, I mean it, it's there. There is really an age range for the rude customers. Um, I was at work. I might have told this on one of the other streams. I can't remember. I was at work and I was at self checkout because I love to self checkout. And this older gentleman was scanning, and it was flashing at him because he had beer. And he yelled at the kid, like, can you come do whatever you need to do? I need to get out of here. And I just turned around and stared at him. It just literally, and he looked at me, kind of sighed at him. I just sat there and looked at him. And he kind of huffed and, and walked out. I'm like, calm the fuck down, bro. <laughs> Older people don't understand that checks don't take days to clear anymore. Oh. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, you know, checks served their purpose but like i said i think they believe that like credit cards oh especially the 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 debit card now that you can just tap oh that's a chip that's the mark of the beast nope they're not doing it at all at all so all right so we're just about 10 minutes out and i didn't do it last week because i didn't have one but i do this week so the question of the week this week with Christmas around the corner, what is the worst customary fiasco you have witnessed in the month of December? Winner, Jango Vreeman Esquire had a guy threaten to come back and shoot everyone in the store on Christmas Eve because we wouldn't let him in after closing to buy one of these. I wish I was lying. Wow. It ain't that serious, folks. Ain't that serious. But... um. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God, right. Exactly. Those cakes are awful. That's the point. That's the point. You know, I'd rather have a fruitcake than that. Fruitcakes are awful. I hope I'm not offending anybody, but but I think fruitcakes are nasty. Um, But, yeah, I mean, I would put one outside the door just because. <laughs> but, I mean, what's some of the craziest stuff you've witnessed in, you know, December? We got a few minutes here. So what do you guys got? Holy mother of God. Yeah, right. Um, it's a perfect doorstop. Um, you're not missing nothing, Blank Tank. Oh, you haven't eaten a fruitcake? The best way I can describe a fruitcake is uh, like eating, uh, yeah, like a rubber doorstop that has like, it's supposed to be real fruit in there, but it doesn't taste like real fruit. And that's an and the, that's an older person delicacy. I'm telling you, because I I don't think I've seen anybody under the age of forty buy a fruitcake, at all, at all, and I and I think we'd be hard pressed to find many, you know, between forty and fifty, that buy it. You know, um, I will say this, you know, um, I don't know how you guys. If there's things that, you know, tickle your fancy at Christmas, certain kind of decorations or whatnot. But I want every one of y'all to pray for me because Hero has an addiction and it's gnomes. There's gnomes everywhere in my fucking house. Gnomes. Gnomes. I mean, so much so that I, I've even fallen victim to it, to be nice to her. Bought a gnome head tree topper. Gnomes. So, please, pray for this family because... They might become possessed and kill us all. I don't know. I know my cats don't one of my cats don't like them. But yeah, gnomes. There's no elf on the shelf here. I'm just surrounded by gnomes. Um, heroes that actually like good fruitcake. Some people put too much rum in them. <laughs> I would argue there's no such thing as too much rum in a fruitcake. That's probably the only way it's edible is with too much rum. Because I don't like it. Russell, I'm gonna ban you from the channel for that. <laughs> Do not encourage Oh Lord Gnomes. I mean it, it, it is. I mean it it's and I'm guilty. Um current count out is just four plus some Santa Gnome ornaments. No, there's more than four gnomes in this home. Oh, I know. You buy them because it rhymes with home. And so instead of elf on a shelf, it's gnome in a home. That's that's what this shit is. Oh, my God. They're kind of weird looking. Oh, you're saying out. Okay. God forbid they make. Does anybody know if they make gnome Funko Pops? Because that'd be a horrible, horrible thing. But, yeah. But it, it, it's a scourge here. So what what kind of decorations do you guys have? Well, okay, first of all, how many of you have decorated? How many of you have a Christmas tree up now? Just curious. I think, Russell, I know you do. <laughs> Mad Dog says I have a doormat at work that says gnome, sweet gnome. All right, Mad Dog's Christmas tree's up. There's one. Who else? Um... Adria says, someone started screaming at me last year because I didn't know anything about their turkey reservation. I'm not in the meat department, and that was Christmas, not Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, you can't fit a tree in your RV, but you got an RV, so I'm jealous. RVs are cool. Uh-oh, wait a minute here. Okay. <laughs> okay. We don't decorate your heathens. Hey! You're my type of heathens. Kick ass. I wrote my fruit tray. Oh, yeah, so um, the real quick work story from, I guess it was last year, or maybe it was last year or year before. Anyway, gentleman comes in. He had ordered a fruit tray. Fruit tray he had ordered actually from the deli, but he went to produce. And um, said fruit tray wasn't ready because he was there on the wrong day. And he was at the wrong department. Cusses out the produce people. The store manager comes over. This man yells, I want my fruit tray. This is an older gentleman. I'm talking probably 70, right? Balls his fists up, tells the store manager, I'm going to whip your ass (laughs) over a fruit tray. The store manager was like, nope, you're going to sit right down, and he did, and he, and he crossed his arms and kind of pouted like a kid, you know, from what I've been told. But, yeah, so that happened last year. We had a 70-year-old man threaten to whip our store manager's ass over a fruit tray that he ordered for a different day than he came from a different department. Oh, blame Tank says I can't remember a specific story, but people would hold up a long line of people buying movie tickets to buy, like, $15, $10 gift cards. Yeah, that sucks. That's like lottery people too, man. Lottery people, it never fails. I'll go into a gas station to, like, get a pack of cigarettes or something, and it never fails. I wind up walking in, and there's only one other person in there, and they're at the checkout, and they're wanting, like, 17 to 20 different lottery tickets. It's like, come on, man. There, there should be. If if there's a way to make self checkout, there should be like self dispensing lottery ticket machines in South Carolina. They don't have. They had them in Georgia. Georgia, you could go put money in a machine and spit tickets out. of Oh no, not here in South Carolina. You got to go do this shit by hand. And then when the Powerball gets really, really heavy, oh god, you know it's ticket after ticket after ticket after ticket, crazy shit. So. All right, everybody, so we're just about in an hour. Um, this has been fun. I highly suggest you go check out the website with the tracker. Um, like I said, the link's in the, I think it's goodjobs.org or something like that. They also have a tracker for the companies that got the stimulus loans. So that's that might be something we do soon, too, is we take a look at some of these companies who got, like, the payroll protection loans and whatnot, you know, and weigh it against them laying people off things like that. If there's stuff you guys want to cover or, or you want me to cover and dig into, you, you know how to get in touch with me. Let me know. Uh, I'm I'm game for just about anything. Um, if you have anybody out there who wants to be on the show that has a story to tell or whatnot, please send them my way. We don't bite. Um, I r- changed our description on YouTube just to let you guys know and made sure to put that chat is king here. Um, you know, the chat really is what makes it worthwhile it really does um, you know the interaction you know the critiques the the differences of opinion all of it you know as long as it, it we play nice it's fantastic It's it's worth every bit of this it's amazing and there's a reason why you know I set up the stream from the very beginning having the chat part of the stream so it's a focal point it really is People need to, you know, you got something to say. People need to hear what you have to say, you know, good, bad, or indifferent. So it's a cool thing. But having said that, we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, The audio will be up in a little bit. Although Spotify is down, so an anchor, which is my podcast host, um, is Spotify. So the audio may not go up until tomorrow. I'll let you guys know. Um, I am working on doing a music podcast. Um, I think i got an idea of what we're going to do for the first one. I've got to get in touch with um, a certain drummer and um, a certain Iron Maiden um, because I think we're going to do it and in the inaugural episode will be all Led Zeppelin. So that would be cool. Um, but that's coming. And uh, I'll let you know as that gets closer probably not until you know sometime in 2023 but but it's coming it's something i've wanted to do i just haven't got around to it yet so um russell says until you have jimmy on i'm not hoping for nothing that's my christmas wish steve i am not getting jimmy on the podcast because a i'd never get him off of the podcast i'd have to stop the stream in order to go to bed or whatnot so (coughs) you know cool yeah you know that's another thing. We haven't done a retail therapy in a while um you know maybe we do one about Thanksgiving and Christmas here in the next couple of weeks uh Adria, if you're not familiar with that format, uh typically I'm off on sundays that that's not a live thing we We have like a big Skype chat and we talk about stuff and what I do is I take the audio from that and edit it and like upload it as its own thing. So if you go to the YouTube channel and check out one of the retail therapy sessions. That's what we do. If you'd be interested in doing that, you know, it works real good with myself and about three or four other people. So, um, that's something we need to get back to doing too in the first of the year. I've kind of slacked off on that, but there's been a lot going on. So, you know, we've had COVID and sicknesses and whatnot, and then I needed a break because I was kind of burnt out there for a minute, but it is what it is. So, having said that, thank you everyone for being here tonight. It's been great fun as always. I do not know what's coming up Wednesday. Oh, I do know what's coming up Wednesday next Wednesday. Stephen Petrovelli. We're going to talk about his retail comic and the new the new issue that's come out. Um, we may talk some other random stuff. Who knows? But it'd be fun. Come by. Show your support for him. The comic's great. If you haven't checked it out, please do. It is awesome. So everybody else, have a great, great night. Everybody stay safe. The year's almost over. You're going to put your head down. Next thing you know, it's going to be January 1st. So keep on keeping on, and you'll be fine. Everybody have a great night. Thanks.